All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. It's Fit Nation. Us, welcome to the Misfit Nation. Uh, JB Schaefer, author of the dystopian series Band and Cancelled. Now, you can find on bandandcanceled.com. How are you, JB? Welcome to the show, Rich. Thank you very much for having me. I'm, I'm doing really well. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. It's a, a good, uh, I guess, January. Uh, ups and downs of weather will keep everyone going. You never know what, what the next day is going to bring. Is it, is it already 2022? Yeah, I can't believe that either. <laughs> it was ju- just yesterday that we were all uh, sequestered into our home offices and couldn't go out anywhere or anything like that. So, yeah, it look, looks like uh, maybe maybe we'll get out and see something see out, outdoors. <laughs> I mean, our, my last two major events before uh, the pandemic started, my, wife, my daughter's wedding was in uh, November of 2019. Congratulations. And then my dad's 80th birthday was in March of 2020. So his birthday was, uh, the birthday party was March 7th, 2020 in New Jersey. March 8th, they closed everything down up there. Wow. So we yeah. had a party. I left and I said, see you later. And uh, since then, you know, it's been the roller coaster. The whole world's been on since about that point. It has. It's, it's, it's really been crazy. I feel for small businesses. I feel for the the students, I, I feel for everybody that's really had their lives turned upside down um, just with the, the government mandates and everything. You know, obviously, I, I want uh, people to be healthy and, and all of that. I, I wish our government uh, could have done some of the right things, right? I think, I think uh, in their hearts, they thought they were. And uh, still, really, now, I, don't, I really don't know what's going on now is what's in their heart or whatever. It's in their voters' interest. But uh, right now, what they're doing is it's dictatorship almost, but I'm not in, I'm not at 1600 Pennsylvania. I don't have that big hat on my head to say, Hey, this, I want to do this or that. And uh, they have to make those decisions based would, on. Would you ever want to do all that? No, not at all. Yeah. I certainly w- wouldn't want that pressure on my shoulders. And one thing you brought up was the, the students that are suffering now. I mean, a lot of young kids, they lost two years of their schooling life, a uh, school social life and, you got to think of the middle schoolers or high schoolers. That's two years of fun times they lost. It's, you know, and, and what an important part of uh, just your development um, to be interacting with people. And, and yeah, it's, it's sad. Um, Not not only were the sports shut down, but, but eating in the lunchroom, uh, having to have a uh, uh, plexiglass in between having your face covered. It's, you know, I, I, I get it. I understand the the concern and and trying to prevent a a true pandemic. I 100%, you know, I, I, for me if it was Ebola, hey, I tell you what, <laughs> I'd be locked in my office. I don't want to bleed from my eyes and and all that stuff and and but but how much more, you know, how, how far are we going to take this? And what is gonna, what is our youth when, when they get into working age and, and their real jobs after school, are they going to be able to handle uh, some of the obstacles that you and I face on a daily basis? Right. And it's, uh, their trouble, their trouble, uh, problem solving skills won't be there. And uh, order entering their capabilities to socialize with someone face to face is going to be destroyed because they don't know how to act without being on a TikTok or something right now. Yeah. And, and that's that's really scary. So and I know you could, uh, book, you could write a whole book about that. Exactly. You definitely could. And uh, some people have, I, I I'm seeing uh, 
what inspired did you always want to be an author and what inspired you to write this book banned and canceled you know, it, it's funny you say that. So I've, I've always liked to write. And through my, my normal course of business, I, I write a lot of blogs for, for clients and stuff like that. Um, and so I, I do enjoy writing. Um, and, and probably at a young age, I wanted to write the great American uh, novel. Um, and, and so, of course, uh, um, I guess experience kind of changed that a little bit. And I, I went into another business and er everything. But um, when the government actually started shutting down businesses, it, it hurt my business and I needed to find something that, that occupied my time. So I wouldn't just stress about everyday things that, that we all stress about. And so I've been really involved. I love history and I absolutely love my family history. So I started writing a book about my family history. And after about 40,000 words of, of my book, um, on family history, I looked at it and I said, nobody in the world will ever want to read this except for me, <laughs> including probably my, my own family. And so um, as I'm looking at this, and, and I, I've got a, a, a pretty interesting part uh, of family history, um, coming from Germany, coming from England and settling in the United States. And, and there's been some books that have been written about certain members of my family history. So they had an interesting uh, story and, and so as I'm following history and then today watching where we're going as a nation, where we're going in the world, um, I said, you know, maybe I should write a fiction, um, but, but establish this world. Maybe I should write a dystopian novel, which I love dystopia, uh, a novel of, okay, this is how it once was, and this is where we've gotten today. Um, I, I think the founders of our Constitution, or our founding fathers uh, who, who wrote the Constitution, I think if they saw what, the direction that we're headed, I think they would roll over in their graves right now on a lot of things that we're trying to do. And, and so when I wrote Banned and Canceled and, and ultimately made it a series, Banned and Canceled series, it wasn't to go out and say, oh, the the Democrats or the Republicans screwed this up. It was to bring out things like the Patriot Act, which when the Patriot Act first came out in, in nine, after 9-11, man, I'm one of those guys that said, man, I got nothing to hide. Let's, let's go ahead. I, I love this Patriot Act. Let's protect our country. And then as the Patriot Act evolved, and I don't think the Patriot Act ever was instituted to go out and, and start spying on everyday normal Americans. But as additional presidents came in and, and didn't strike out the Patriot Act, I think a lot of our freedoms started going away. And, and so Band and Canceled incorporates history and then a pretend new world of where uh, uh, the party, which is the antagonist, and it's just the party, um, they under all seemingly good intentions, um, they created a society that then became tyrannical and authoritative. And, and uh, we've lost our freedoms in the book. We've lost our, or the characters have lost their freedom. And now they've got to figure out, okay, what are we going to do from here? So uh, there, it starts out with the book of World War III, ended up decimating the North America. And then three governments uh, ended up 
having one ideology, putting the, the whole world under one ideology. And then the, the characters, Byron, uh, who is the main protagonist in the, in the book, um, ended up making a one social media post of how much more are we going to let them take? And that sent him off to an indoctrination camp. And his, his family uh, was put in the crosshairs of the party. And, and so the, that led through book one. And then book two starts in with a civil war. Ah, so how close do you think we are to this dystopian world right now? Gosh, I, I, I sure hope we're, we're not. Um, I, I believe really in, in reality, we're, we're moving really more towards a dystopia of ideals and information. Um, you know, we're, we're actually, um, we're seeing a, a, a division in, between people based on their politics and there, there is no there neither side wants to agree on anything and and they start playing this I got you game and and it's an all or nothing um uh, approach and and the people that are really hurt are the people that don't subscribe to the far right or the the uh very far left um those are the people that are that are hurt the most the people that are staying right down um in in the middle and and you know what it, it's easy to tell people Hey, stop living your lives online. And we, as we just talked about, right? Everybody's online. Go interact face to face. But right now, online um, communication is is um, dominating, um, and and so we don't get that interaction. And now you're seeing us uh, shop online. You're seeing everything uh, us using with with our phones, and and the that you're being tracked on that. And, and I'm not, I'm not one to sit back and say, Hey, the sky is falling. The sky is falling. But right now um, we we've gotten to where we will talk online. We won't talk face to face and in person. And, and then now if you go against the mainstream uh, narrative um, you can be severed and, and banned and canceled. And we've definitely seen that over the last uh, probably 18 months, people getting banned and canceled and some things for what they say today and some things for things they've done a decade ago or 15 years ago, they're now getting banned and canceled for something they did when they just didn't know what they were saying or doing. And, and now they're being, they're being punished for their past ignorance and now uh, right. being educated in a, in a very abrupt way that uh, you no longer exist in, in our lives. So you're, you're not important well, to us. You're, you're right. And then that's a, that's an important uh, um, piece you just brought up, you know, in, any sane person, um, they, they, they would agree that we shouldn't allow someone to go out and make senseless, uh, baseless claims. And, and, but what I want you to do, I want you to imagine that uh, there, there's somebody on the street corner and they're telling them people, Hey, aliens are coming They're They're coming to abduct us. Right. And we all agree, you and I would probably look at each other and, and we would say, you know, that guy's probably insane. He's also very annoying. But if the police came and began abusing him and hauled him away, would that be okay? And, right. and it's not. And, and so um, we all agree that, that he should have the right to free speech, right? And, but even if it's crazy, we, we need to make that decision if it's crazy or not. We don't need the government telling you that, hey, that speech is crazy, so we're not going to let you hear it. And that goes back to what's happening with history as well. 
We're, we're revising history and, and we don't need to revise history. We need to learn from uh, our atrocities of the past. We need to learn from warts and all. Um, and, and then when we try to erase or, or censor history, we don't need to go and revise history and, and, and start making certain aspects of, of this revisionist history uh, better one way or the other. It, it, let's, let's come out and absolutely have history. Let's talk about what was terrible. Let's talk about what was great, but let's, let's talk about it all. We're, we really are a smart society. Um, and I, I think most people can figure things out on their own and those that can't, you know, God help them. <laughs> you, like you said you can't erase history it already happened and uh and re rewriting it the way you want to hear it doesn't make it what it is it's it's just a new story it's a new uh, documentary that you're putting on netflix you have to yeah absolutely if we own up own up to what we did as a country in the past uh, what we inherited before we even became a country and just kept going until we got our feet on the ground and realized hey this is not really a good idea what we're doing and uh let's get out of this realm and move forward and it took a hundred years or so to do that, but those hundred years are not the 400 years before that British rule or even any other European country was in, involved in the, the colonies before us. So we can't erase all that history. It's all there. And I mean, some of the statues, yes, I can agree with some of them not even being up. They shouldn't have been up. They were traitors basically, but sure, it's still history. They were part of the history of that area and that those people in that area have a pride towards that. It may not be the pride that those who are canceling them think it may just be pride that someone in their area was a leader and uh, not a well, great person or anything, but they were a leader. You know, let, let's say, you know, we, we can talk about the, the George Washington's of the world who, yes, he, he owns slaves. We can talk about the Jefferson's of the world. We can talk about the Robert E. Lee's let let's, let's talk about probably. And I would almost venture to guess that the majority of, of your viewers would say was Mahatma Gandhi a, a very good person, right? And, and so a lot of people would go, yeah, you know, he, he, he was a Martin Luther King in India. He helped uh, topple uh, the British crown and give India their independence. But then, so those are good things. But then if you really look at him and you knew that he would lay down naked with a 12-year-old, is that a good thing? Now, there's reason I'm, I'm taking that out of context, right? And, and we'll let the viewers go in and research and say, okay, what is he talking about? That's great. But let's everybody, there, there's not a perfect, there's only one perfect, in my opinion, there's only one person that's ever walked this earth that was truly innocent. And everybody else is flawed. And so I think we take all the good things, we take all the bad things, we teach that, we don't censor anything, we let people figure these things out on their own and so banned and canceled i know i'm giving a shameless plug back to the book but banned and canceled talks about the, these things when when you may try to i mean we would love to live in a utopia society but there is no such thing as a utopia society and when we start trying to make everybody uh look the same everybody act the same everybody have equal pay that's not going to end up working i mean we we've got to accept that all people are exceptional at at certain things and absolutely terrible at other things i'm a pretty good writer but if you ask me on your show to sing you a song 
you would turn that you would turn that uh, the show off very quick, or you'd lose all of your followers real quick. So we we have to have the ability as a society. We have to have the ability to experience failure. And going back to our earlier conversation about the kids, they have to go out and and understand that. They're great at one one part and they're they're not good at another thing. And that's what makes up our society here in North America, for sure. Definitely. We take the good and the bad and we put it in a blender and we come out with a smoothie. And that's how we uh, we create our world here in North America. And, and most of the Western style societies across the world are, are the same way. You blend societies together and everyone kind of culturally mixes. Yeah, they do their own things in their houses, but they come outside and they're able to play ball together and, and understand that we all have to work together to make things right uh, right absolutely i mean the title of your book banned and canceled is obviously those are trigger words for both sides of the fence uh banned and canceled uh why do you think it it, it creates a trigger to so many different people you know i it's funny. So I, I was, uh, I try not to debate anybody. I, I always welcome uh, um, a, dis, uh, a, a respectful discourse and conversation with anybody. Um, but right now the, the word banned and canceled is a trigger for uh, the far left thinking the far right is, is upset because whether it's Trump or whether it's uh, this congressman or this congresswoman or senator, they're being censored on Twitter or shut down on Facebook. Or if, if you start talking about uh, COVID and you give your opinion on COVID and it, all, all of that, then you have the fact checkers. And then when you look at the fact checkers, you know, are they fact checking everything? Or are they just fact checking uh, the far right? And I think right now, um, you, you have a lot of the far right being banned and canceled as of today, but this book is going to transcend to tomorrow. So let's say uh, uh, the presidency is won by the Republicans. Let's say uh, this, the House and the, the Senate ends up as occupied by, by the, the right. Well, this book, 10 years, 20 years from now, may end up looking back and, and I'll have people on the far right going banned and canceled. That's, that's terrible. You know, we're, we're in a society right now that we look at headlines and we look at memes and that's how we form our opinions. And I, I have so many, I can already tell who's going to make a comment on my book just by, without them even reading it. They, and, and that's, and, and here's a secret. That's why I named it Banned and Canceled, so I could create some of that uh, discussion about it, because really, we do need to sit back and, and instead of forming our decisions on a headline or forming our decisions um, on, a, on a funny graphic or a, or a meme, we need to really open up the book, read the content, and then start thinking. And that's where Banned and Canceled comes through, and it, it, it makes you ask the what ifs. And, and, and then we can get into, I mean, your show's probably not long enough, but we could get into uh, the career politicians who they enter into politics for a certain reason, but then they spend all of their time um, uh, going after the donations, right, to stay in office. And, and, and really, I think our politicians today, they want a political divide. They want um, my neighbor to the left and my neighbor to the right, they want them to argue because that allows them 
to say, hey, there, there is this division. And that's why you should end up keeping me another three years, four years in, in office. That's why you should should donate all this money, right? And they left, they let the people fight amongst each other, which goes into the second book of the series, which is volume two, Rebirth. And it goes into um, a, a civil war that ends up happening in, into North America. And, and it's it's good people fighting against one another. Right. And then, I mean, you mentioned something earlier about how people get their news now uh, through Facebook or whatever uh, social media platform. They see a headline and they run with that headline. They don't click on the link. They don't read the whole article or a meme right. and they see that stuff. And I think that's poor, part of uh, the instant news world that they're living in. And the other part is complacency. They see that and they take it they, as the as the god's honest truth at that point it has to be it has to be the truth because it's in print on the on facebook if it's there it's in highlighted words that has to be the real thing i'm not going to read this article i don't have enough time i have to go and like someone else's video right now so they get that they get that whole their whole news from basically a broken sentence and how do you think that affects how they uh will realize that hey some of your freedoms are actually getting taken away now Oh my gosh. I, I mean, the, the apathy, well, let's look at 1938 Germany. I mean, everybody, we, we know the people that were shipped off and, and actually a recent uh, news article that just came out. Um, uh, the the man who actually turned in Anne Frank's right. Or who they believe turned in Anne Frank. And what's sad is, is that, you know, we giving up, Free are, are guns bad? No, guns aren't bad, right? Um, should guns be uh, thrown around to everybody on the streets? Absolutely not. But should you be able to purchase a gun? One hundred percent, you you should. And whether you're using it for hunting or defense, or or you want to go and just uh, target practice, absolutely right. And and so when we start limiting these freedoms we the the more freedoms we we start shutting down the further that road goes and and the more powerful that politician becomes and and you know think about this the the politicians that that are in office they don't have to worry about what you and i have to worry about they don't have to worry about a retirement account right they have a lifetime stipend they they don't have to worry about health care they have health care we do have to worry about that. Um, all they have to worry about is continuing a political divide. If they have a political divide, then they're necessary because then they get to pick sides and make decisions on the side, but they get to make rules that they don't have to abide by, but we do. And, and so as we give up, I mean, we can go down the list and I don't, I don't want to, I, I think I, I try to bash every uh, uh, politician on both sides. So that way I don't get a lot of hate mail, <laughs> but, but look at the uh, mayor in, in Chicago, right? She doesn't have to wear a mask. That's what she, she everybody else had to wear a mask, but she doesn't have to wear a mask. Um, who's the guy on CNN, uh, uh, he, he, the brother uh, of, of the disgraced governor that, Cuomo. that uh, yeah Cuomo thank you yeah uh, he can go to parties right and but we can't go to parties and so so the hypocrisy continues and now in in London uh, it just came out uh, their prime minister um, had gone gone to a bunch of Christmas parties when the whole country was shut down and so this doesn't just happen in the United States this happens 
across the world when when government um, makes rules and regulations for its subjects we have to abide by but they don't and that's really banned and canceled and and we get into uh so in the second book we introduce what's called the guardian of diversity and the acronym is god and that's the that's all the uh uh news media uh, social media, it, it's fall, fallen under the guardian of diversity. And so think about if they start censoring, like they will censor a guy that was running for president and had a bunch of mean tweets, right? But the guy that's from the Middle East saying death to America, they left his tweets open. And in and, and, and my opinion is you leave them both. You let them both talk. Let us make the choice of who might be spewing nonsense or who might be spewing hate. Let us make that choice. We don't need the government to shut down that speech. We're smart enough as, as Americans to make the right choice uh, for our families. Definitely, definitely. That's definitely. We all have a brain. We are able to make those decisions. Uh, you mentioned something earlier about the utopian society, and I think that comes down to also reads right into where everyone equal access to things, equal access. And I don't think that equal access to education, equal access to uh, transportation will equal anything that's equal on the other side, because you're still the same person when you come out of it. Because if I have the same education as you, but I was a little better in school, I'm going to be a little better than you in the next portion or vice versa. What? You're better. You're going to be better and do better things. So how does opportunities change? Well, the, I, I think the opportunity exists for, for everybody. I think there's a false conflation of equal outcome with equal opportunity. And just as I, I mentioned about me singing, you know, I have every opportunity. I can go out and be a rock star. Nobody's ever going to want to listen to me be a rock star. Um, but that, that's where, where in the book I, I portray a world um, uh where everyone makes it the same amount of money, they wear the same type of clothing, but it strips away um, from our individualist uh, um, identities, right? And, and that's not a good thing. So um, if any of your listeners, you know, I, I want to make it really clear that there's equal outcome, right? And equal opportunity. We are never going to have equal outcome unless the government says, okay, that doctor is going to make $15 an hour, just like the uh, Subway sandwich maker is going to make $15 an hour. That's, that's insane, right? Um, there, there's different skill sets. And it doesn't mean that somebody's bad. It doesn't mean somebody's doing menial work. It means that that's what they, they do. And this is, this is what the market's going to dictate for their, for, for their financing. Um, so I think we've got to be real careful that we all have an opportunity to do whatever we desire, but we're, we, we all have different skill sets. We're different. You and I are different. Um, you know, I, I'd like a full head of hair, but God didn't give me a full head of hair. <laughs> and we're all, like you said, we're all saying great singers in the shower. And that's when we have our best audience. Unless you have the, the base of the, the water falling down on you and your awesome voice in the shower. But not all of us need to get up on stage and sing. And uh, I think that's a perfect analogy to that right there. So as you started your journey into writing this book, was there anyone that mentored you to be an author or was it just because you loved writing before? 
I, you know, I, I've, I've written, whether it was in management jobs or corporate jobs, um, I, I've, I've done a lot of writing my, my whole life. And so I, I can't say that there's one person that, that mentored, um, maybe some, some books. Uh, 1984 was a huge um, influence in, in this book. Um, I, I pay tribute to it inside the book. Um, and, but, but it's, it's not just that it's, um, uh, whether it's, it's movies, it's real life experience. And it's, it's just being able to sit down and, and gather your thoughts and put uh, a bunch of coherent, uh, sentences together and ultimately, uh, end up developing them into chapters and ultimately end up developing, develop, developing it into a book. And And so you have to have a good storyline. Yeah, that helps out a lot too. Uh, yeah. I always tell people, if you want to write, write, just write every day if you have to. It may right. not be the first chapter that you write, you might be writing the last chapter and then work your way back to it somehow, but always write. And what's a tip you would give a young writer? Yeah, no, I, I think actually, uh, Rich, that you, you just gave them the, the best tip. Um, I, I finished both books in a year. And um, uh, now, of course, I had an editor go through everything and I had to do a lot of rewrites and, and a lot of uh, connecting the dots to make sure the, the world and, and the timeline uh, uh, would, would make sense. But uh, every day um, I would wake up and it's just like a job. So that really, this was my second job. So I would do my, my normal job through the course of the day. And then every day I would sit down and, and write at least 2000 words. And so that's, that's what I would do. And then after, after you put it all together, uh, obviously you need to have a group of readers that will read and be honest. Uh, My wife is, is one of the most brutally honest uh, uh, people with me. And, and, I, I remember at first uh, she would start reading it and she's like, I don't like this at all. She, she has no filter when it comes to critiquing uh, me, but she was one of my best uh, um, uh, critics to make the story the way it was. And once, um, once she, once I got her approval, uh, then, then I was pretty happy, but I, I will, I've got to mention um, the editor, uh, Jonathan Blake Blevins was absolutely instrumental uh, in helping me put together both books. And he's working with me on the third book. Um, it, it's funny, when we started this project, um, uh, I'm a bit more conservative in my political side, whereas uh, Jonathan was a what I call a Bernie Sanders leftist, right? And, and I'm, I give him a hard time, but we, we came from two opposite uh, ends of ideology. And by the time we were done with the first book, we were both, he, he would give me a hard time and he would say, James, you're really left today. And, and I would tell him, I saw, he would, we would uh, uh, joke around and I would tell him, man, you're a lot more conservative than I am on, on that issue or whatever. But, you know, really rich, most, I, I would say 80% and I'm throwing the 80% number. I, so don't hold me to it, but I'd say 80% of Americans really are right down that middle uh, road. Maybe we lean a little right. Maybe we lean a little left. 
Um, unfortunately, it's the 20%, the 10 on the right and the 10 on the far left that have no compromise at all whatsoever. And, and yet they're the ones talking the loudest. And I, I think with Banned and Canceled, a reader will be able to go through this book and, and really, if they have an open mind, we'll see that it's, it's rather balanced. All it is is a fictional story. It gives a warning of allowing our government to make too many decisions um, for us without any recourse. And it turns into a tyrannical government. And I think by the time uh, you finish the first book, you're going to look at, and, and the second book's gonna make a lot of sense of why we're in a civil war. And then the third book is gonna show how that civil war has weakened society so much that a foreign entity is going to come over and try to take control. And, and whether, whether I'm predicting the future or not, it's just a story, but it's a story that could happen if we don't step up, you and me and, and your listeners, if we don't step up and question uh, what the politicians, what their decisions are making for us. Outstanding. And how does someone get in contact with you about your book or even just to, to read more about it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you can go to uh, the Banned and Canceled website at www.bannedandcanceled.com and canceled is spelled with two L's. Um, you can spell it both ways, by the way, but I, I like the two L spelling. Um, so bandandcanceled.com. You can, um, if you go to the website, there's actually blogs that I'll, I'll write. So uh, we'll talk about uh, Joan of Arc. Well, I, I like questioning reader. I, I like the readers to start questioning themselves. How would they react in a situation? So on the website, they can get into the blogs. Um, you're going to get a lot of quotes from uh, uh, famous world leaders uh, that, have, that have really said a lot of the same things that are in the book. Or you can go to Amazon and look up Band and Canceled, um, Band and Canceled series, and you can get uh, both books there as well. Awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing uh, the Band and Canceled uh, dystopian series with us tonight, JB, and uh, your, your outlook on how that'll go forward and how it kind of correlates to what we're seeing right now. Thanks again for taking your time to be on Misfit Nation. Hey, thank you so much. I enjoy your show and keep doing a, a great job for all of us out here. Awesome. Appreciate you. You know how we do this. Thanks for taking some of your time to spend with us on Fit Nation. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and share the link as much as possible. If you want to, please become a supporter to help us carry this thing on. We appreciate you. If you know someone that brings that energy, has a great story, is an up-and-comer in any industry of music, in the arts, have them reach out to us on TheMisfitNation.com. We will get back to them within one day and get them on here so they can share their story with the world. As always, till next time, be humble, stay hungry, and keep hustling. Because we are Fit Nation.